morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Joni Pollock and I'm your host on Wednesdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Man, oh man. Pesach is over. Counting in down or counting up those days till Shavuos. And then it's the summertime. I mean, I was told it's spring. But the last few days, ain't no spring, let me tell you. You knew I was going to start off that way, didn't you? Ain't no spring, but we're going to talk about better things than the weather, than April weather. Though Shabbos is looking to be pretty, pretty swell. So how was everyone's Pesach? I know you can't really respond to that to me, at least at this very moment, though you couldn't leave comments. But I'll tell you quickly about my Pesach. I'm sure we'll talk about Pesach at the end of this program. Um, Pesach for me was was fun. Now, I mean, I mean, anyone could really understand this if you're a kid in school, if you're just entering the workforce, or if you've been in the workforce for 30 years. Um, a break is always good. The break is always nice, and and um, at least for me here, you know, Sukkot and Pesach tend to be the big kind of my vacations, my one or two weeks with the occasional vacation here and there, or the day off here and there. Um, it, it's good to get out. It really is, and that's not to say you know work is hard, work is not fun. On the contrary, work's a lot of fun here, and there are challenging days, but but I do appreciate the challenge. Like I I, I couldn't sit around. On a, on a computer for eight hours and do nothing. Like, I, I like to work. Um, it makes days more fun. More challenging, but more fun. Makes you feel like you've accomplished something. But it's also good to get out and just kind of relax, release yourself from work, stop thinking about work. Though there's never stop thinking about work here. But, you know, just kind of other things, other things, other things. So I went home, flew down whatever it was at actually after that show last Wednesday, two Wednesdays ago now at this point. Um, and it was a good 10 days to kind of just, you know, and, and of course there's Chag and, and those obligations, but good to just calm down, relax. You know, my favorite baseball team, my world championship baseball team was in town, went to watch them a few times for second days. My brother, sister-in-law, nephew were in town. It's good to hang out with them, even though, you know, thankfully I do see them a lot as they live a mere seven blocks away from me, which is sometimes good, sometimes bad. Kidding, mostly good, except when I have to babysit later this week, but um, mostly good. But it was good to just calm down and just uh, think about different things for 10 days. And and, and truth be told, it was uh, I flew back this past Sunday, kind of Saturday night, I was already like, you know what, I'm I'm ready to get back. I'm ready to get back into the swing of things, ready to get back into a little normal routine. Um, and now I'm ready for Shabbos again. <laughs> Ain't that funny how it works, but really, uh, it's good to be back. I'm glad to be back in front of this mic. Uh, and what I did want to talk about mostly today was, uh, I don't know if you've heard the news, and um, I guess, uh, I mean, definitely more on, on the sadder things side of things. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm from Houston. I mean, I know you know that, but um, my school that I attended my whole life uh, flooded several times the last few years, most significantly during Hurricane Harvey. And I know you saw the pictures then, uh, but it was just this past Monday that they decided to 
not decided to, that it was uh, officially torn down. And, uh, you know, I knew the decision was made, and and I agree with the decision. I think it, it's the right thing to do. It, it unfortunately, is built right next to a bayou, um, which for the 50 to whatever X amount of years before then when the building was stood, you know, it wasn't much of an issue. But over the last three years, it has become an issue. And at some point, it's just not worth constantly rebuilding, refurnishing, re, you know, constantly cleaning up the the sewage and the and the water and the and the the svarim that are wet and having to replace them at some point you just need to start fresh and uh, that's what they decided to do but now you know this past monday as they've torn down the shul it, it just it's so sad to see the pictures you know that's the shul I, I grew up in my bar mitzvah was in where uh, i've attended many graduations weddings friends bar mitzvahs you know i davened every day there Diving from the Amud there, and I'm just looking at a picture now of the Bima, where I stood many times in the Aron Kodesh. It really just was a, it was a beautiful shul, and it and it's sad to see such a uh, both a part of my childhood and really uh, as I grew up. You know that's where I was every Friday night. That's where I was every Shabbos day, Sunday mornings. And it's just sad to see, you know, that piece of my childhood gone. And I know, you know, the community and the shul will only grow from this and everything will get stronger. But I just kind of wanted to reflect a bit. I, you know, I, I saw the pictures on Monday as it was happening. My mom took a video and sent it to me. And the rabbi was posting videos and, and wrote this beautiful long message. And you know, I didn't, I, didn't, uh, I guess I didn't expect it to be so emotional seeing it go. Um, but just seeing kind of the the tractors and the, just tearing it apart. It's just not the, uh, I guess, the easiest thing to see. But again, they, they will get stronger. And it is my shul, was my shul, and it will always be my shul. Um, but so it was a tough, tough Monday. But I'm excited to see what comes up. All the decisions that need to be made. And then, you know, when that, the day the shul opens up its doors again will uh be a day i do not want to miss yeah so that was uh you know it was it was good to be home and and i guess see the shul for the last time they weren't in that shul but walking by it and knowing what was going to come about was good to kind of the last time seeing it standing as the us that it was was uh was good to see. All right, let's uh I guess talk about happier things, brighter things. I mean, I before that though, I guess it would it would be remiss not to mention that tomorrow is Yom HaShoah and and um a somewhat of a fitting interview this week that'll come up on this week's show. Joanna Shepson as she interviews Michal Shahaf Schneiderman, the founders of Kululam. Kulam is a it's a it's a very interesting social initiative. It's kind of taking over Facebook, WhatsApp. If you check them out on Facebook, and they have some crazy, crazy numbers in terms of their videos and their ideas. And what they do is they kind of bring together a lot of people for a song, different initiatives. I mean, you could check them out. Their last thing on on Kululam on April eighth was a song. Six hundred Holocaust survivors and their families gathering in a collaboration for Yom Hashoah. With the song uh, Chai, 
it, it it's beautiful. I mean, just to watch it, and and I'm gonna play it for you after the interview. The interview will take place at 10 a.m. Eastern. Um, you have to check out this song on Facebook. Just, I mean, I, I'll play it here, but the video itself, you also have to check out it. It's, um, I know today's not Yoma Show. It's tonight, tomorrow. Um, but check it out. So we'll play it later in this program as well. Again, 10 a.m. Michal Shahaf Schneiderman of Kool Alam with Joanna Shepson. And then uh, Miriam El Wallach will join us a bit later. As usual, we'll recap Pesach, which I'm sure she has a lot of things to, uh, we spoke about, uh, you know, we, we spoke about previewing Pesach, I guess, with her and her family, and then what was going to go on. I'm I'm sure I'm pretty excited to hear what, what ended up happening, because I, I tried, what we do here at the Nachum Siegel Network is, if I know, if we know something's going to be on air, we, we can't talk about it. You can't have the interview before the interview, because you lose all that spontaneity, so it was like, Miriam, how's Pesach? Actually, don't tell me. Don't tell me. We'll hear about it live on air first. So that'll be at about, maybe a little earlier this week, 10.40, 10.45. Just keep your ears. Keep your ears tuned in. Um, and then, as you know, on the Nachum Seal Network, the official policy, I believe, is that Sphere of Format for, for uh, these songs, you know, acapella and whatever, doesn't officially begin until after Rosh Chodesh. So what I'm going to do this week is kind of play regular music. And again, if, if you hold by Sphere and you can't listen to the regular music, I apologize. Um, next week, I will guarantee you, it'll be all Sphere style music. Um, this week, because not everyone holds by that, um, I'm going to play regular music. And, and, and you know my style. So you know, um, A, if you should be listening to it or not, and then, so, you know, just, you could turn off right now. I mean, I hope you, I really hope you don't. But if you hold by that, just, just 10 a.m., come back for the music and about, for, come, come back for the interview. And then again at 1045, 1040 or so, 10.50 or so, just come back for the last interview. I Again, I apologize if you don't listen to to uh, this type of music this uh, early on in sphere, and that's fine. To each their own, it's all cool. But I'm going to play it um, this week, and next week we'll go back to Sphera. So, you know what that means? That means we start things off with Mahapecha Shel Simchan Wednesday on Bite Size, right here, trying to pump things up again, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. שמעתי שעושים פה מסיבה בלעדיי אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני hey, נשים את הצרות מאחוריי אני לא הולך עד שכולכם מג'נונים hey, שמעתי שהתחלתם בלעדיי אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני hey, הראש כבר מסתובב כולם בהיי לא נעצור עד שכולכם מג'נונים Oh, 
שתמיד נהיה שמחים. אלוהים, אלוהים, רק תשמור על הרופטים, תכבד אוהבים, שתמיד נהיה שמחים. חייל, תרדיף לי את הקהל, הם לא עובדים בכלל, תרדיפו את היד. Today. 
Thank <laughs> you. 
like you're sleeping, sleeping. No simole, sechoi pinu. There's a smile deep, deep within you. Ushaneinu, rina, rina. This song's for singing, rina. Shiramalois, vishu vashem. Here we go now, here we go again. Hoyinu, ayinu kecholim. It's like you're sleeping, sleeping. No simole, sechoi pinu. There's a smile deep, deep within you. Ushaneinu, rina, rina. This song's for singing, Rina.
אתה מרגיש שאתה כל הזמן רוצה להספיק הכל פשוט תזכור כי הכל כתוב מלמעלה אז תנסה סמוך על הבורא הכל יכול יש תנועה בדרך אל העבודה, אתה צולח אחר אל הפגישה, ואולי מרגיש שכל יום כמו מרוץ פה. גם גם אם אתה קצת מתוסכל, ונראה לך שזהו המזל, תח בשם ותאמין בו. דספסיטו, החטא החיים שלך בדספסיטו, כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו, וכל הכבה זה טוב רק תאמין בו. דספסיטו, החטא החיים שלך בדספסיטו, כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו, וכל הכבה זה טוב ותאמין בו. שלא יבוא קרידו, לכל הכבה זה טוב ותאמין בו. דספסיטו, קח את החיים שלך ודספסיטו, כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו, לכל הכבה זה טוב ותאמין בו. ואז פתאום תראה שלעבוד מלחצים אפשר ללמוד, הכל יהיה פשוט מאוד, אחרת איך אפשר לשרוד את החיים שלך, תתחיל לקחת הקלות. מה זה כסף? רק בלי יושר אין לו משמעות עצור לחשוב לפני שתאחר את הרכבת הילדים גודלים ומה נשאר רק המזכרת תגיד להם איזו מילה טובה ותחבק יש רגעים שבשבילם תתנתק ניסית ניסית, מה שלא עשית את הכל רצית, בנית בנית ומה שלא ראית איך שהזמן עובר כאן ולא יחזור שוב לאחור לחייך אם אתה מרגיש שאתה כל הזמן רוצה להספיק הכל פשוט תזכור דספסיטו, את החיים שלך ודספסיטו, כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו, לכל הכבה זה טוב ותאמין בו דספסיטו, את החיים שלך ודספסיטו, כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו, לכל הכבה זה טוב ותאמין בו דספסיטו And we are back for hour number two on Bite Size, and it's time for Joanna Shepson's interview with Michal Shahaf Schneiderman, again, the founders of Kululam. I'm going to uh, leave this up just to Joanna right now because it's a really cool social initiative. I don't want to take away from it. Um, so here's Joanna with Michal right here on Bite Size on the Nachum Segal Network. Thank you, Yoni. Um, today I am really excited to introduce you to our new guest. Um, her name is Michal Shahaf Schneiderman, and she is one of the founders of Kululam. Hi, Michal. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. How are you, Jenna? Very good. So I want you to describe to the listeners a little bit about what Kululam is. Some people have heard of it. Other people haven't heard of it yet. And it's uh, a very interesting social initiative that's taken over Facebook and WhatsApp. So tell us a little bit about what Kululam is. Okay, so Kululam is a social musical initiative. Um, our main goal is to gather strangers that have no background in singing 
and bring them to one place and teach them a well-known song with a new arrangement in three vocals, in three voices, in uh, 45 minutes. And afterwards, they are going out from our event with uh, a mutual creation, a new musical creation of a group of people that don't know each other. Uh, we believe that through this method and through our event, uh, people can bridge the differences between them. And um, we think that we, we get a lot of feedbacks from people that come to our event and uh, we, we see what it does to them and the energies that they have after participating in our event. So it's such a beautiful mission. I know that today from many different people I received a link to your Yom HaShoah Kululam yes. concert. And that was a whole group of people, including survivors and their children, grandchildren, singing Ani Od Chai. Exactly. Um, I don't know anyone who can listen to that without getting chills, because it was incredible. Uh, what gave you the idea to do that, and where did you host it? Uh, this uh, this uh, specific event is very special, because usually our events are, are public, and anyone can come. Here, it was very important to us to host the survivors and their families. And uh, we thought a long, long time ago that we want to do something for, for Yom HaShoah. And uh, we, uh, uh, we are in contact with Beta Vichai from Jerusalem and uh -huh. in uh, Zikaron Basalon. Um, and let, me just, let me just tell the listeners, Zikaron Basalon is a special initiative here in Jerusalem yes. where survivors meet up with other members of the community and people's living rooms. And it's all about telling stories in a very natural, safe, homey environment. Exactly. And since uh, the Kaunda Salon has uh, all the contacts of the survivors, so they helped us to gather them. And uh, Beta Vichai was happy to host this kind of event, and all the three of us uh, made it happen. It's fantastic. And one of the things that's so beautiful about all of your events is the way that you're able to video them and then share them with the masses of people. They get shared through Facebook, through YouTube, through WhatsApp. Um, yes. One of our important, thank you. Uh, one of our, of our main goals is that uh, to get to as many people as we can around the world and uh, by social media. And um, we are three uh, co-founders of Kululam. And Or Teicher, uh, my uh, partner, is a director and is directing the, the, the events themselves and the videos afterwards. I think also people who have seen the videos want to know who is the conductor with the long curly hair. Yeah, is Ben Yefet. Uh, and he's the founder. The, yes, he's the third uh, co-founder and uh, is, uh, has, uh, is um, leading, uh, con the leading conductor in uh, Kululam. And he learned in the uh, in Jerusalem uh, Music Academy uh, how to conduct, and he is leading all the music parts in Kululam. Beautiful, and I think one of the things that also makes it so special is how you can connect a special song or group of people to the mission. Like you had an evening that was in honor of Good Deeds Day. You right. Want to tell us about that one. Yes, as well. Uh, each event we have a, a very challenging mission is to pick a song. And I think it's one of the hardest parts in making a Kululam event happen 
because first you need to find a well-known song and then a song that you can uh, do in a new arrangement in three voices. And then you need to make it that it won't be too hard to teach it in 45 minutes. And so it's, it's a very hard mission. But uh, I think each time we eventually can get in the, the best songs for the specific event. And so there's a really big event actually happening tomorrow, which is why I'm so honored that you were willing to be interviewed today because you must be yes. so busy. Yeah, there's yes. a huge event, event happening tomorrow. So tell us what it is. So basically tomorrow it's our biggest event. It's 12,000 people that are going to participate in the, the official uh, Kudulam event for uh, Yom Ha'atzmaut and for the 70s uh, Yom Ha'atzmaut of uh, Israel. And we're going to do it uh, together with the president of Israel, Ruby uh, Rivlin, and with the uh, Tel Aviv uh, uh, city. And um, we're going to host uh, Shlomi Shabbat, the singer, and uh, 40 um, players that are going to play in different tools and to uh, vocal the, the audience. All the the big difference between uh, Kululam events usually and the, the event that is going to be tomorrow is that usually we separate the um, the audience into three groups that are uh, learning the their own voice and their own their own parts of the song uh, separately. And tomorrow, since it's such a big event, we're going to do it in a new way that all of them are going to to learn the song together uh, with seven different conductors that are going to lead them. And uh, it's going to be huge. It sounds unbelievable. So yes. for people who are interested in joining any future events, I assume all the tickets are already sold out for this event tomorrow. Yes, they were yes. sold out <laughs> in the same day. Um, actually, each, kind, each of our, our events, the, the tickets are sold out in, in a few minutes. It's incredible. And, yes. It's unbelievable. Yes. So for people who are interested in being on top of it and knowing exactly when your next event is, they should follow you on Facebook. I'll yes, they should uh, subscribe to our mailing list. And once we're going to sell the tickets for the next event, we're sending it first to our mailing list and then... Uh, we're going out with, with it in the social media. But first is in the mailing list, and usually it's sold out through the mailing list only. Amazing. So when I write up a blog post about this interview, I'll definitely link to your the link where you can sign up for the mailing list. And anyone who's listening who wants to, to find you on Facebook, you spell it K-O-O-L-U-L-A-M, Kululam. Now, exactly. Can you tell us about the name? It sounds very interesting. How did you come up with that name? <laughs> Yes, actually, I came up with this name. Um, you know, Kululu in Hebrew means Sahalulin. Yes. You know, then the word Sahalulin. You know, when yes. when there is a, a special event uh, in the Jewish community like Bar Mitzvah, but Mitzvah, so there is a special voice that they, usually the old ladies are doing, and uh, it's called Kululu. And I thought about Kululu for everyone. So it's Kululam. It's the Sahalulim for everyone. Yes, but inside the name you can find the, you know, few, few different uh, um, translations. Let's say, you know, like a Kol Olam, which is voice of the world, 
and you can find the word everybody, kulam, inside the word. So we felt that it's the perfect name for what we do. Beautiful. And can you tell us a little bit about any um, events you have planned for the future, or are those you keep them quiet until you announce them? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, we usually keep them quiet because uh, we want each event to get his own, you know, his own... Uh, uh, Special attention. Say, yes, uh, his own attention. Yes, but uh, all I can say is that we're going to have another event in the north of Israel, in Emek Israel, that is going to be uh, on the 20th of April. Uh -huh. And uh, future events, Coming soon. <laughs> well, I tell you, if you ever want to do an event focused around children, I'm happy to do something like that together with you. And if you're ever willing to go out of the country, I'm sure that Nahum Siegel, who runs this radio station, would love to do an event in New York City with you. So there's so yeah. many things in the yeah, future for the, the two things that you mentioned are two things that already happened. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you, Michal, and everyone should check out Kululam. And uh, on our blog post, we're going to list the links to our favorite songs. Um, there was a song, One Day, which was sung in English, Hebrew, and Arabic. There was right, a song yes. on Good Deeds Day that was sung in five different cities at the exact same time. So the, the three... We, the we also had the event. Clean. We also had uh, an official event for the International Women's Day. And uh, we did the song of uh, Sia, a titanium, that, uh, for for all the women in the world that we are titanium. I also saw you did an event in a hospital, which was also so moving. Yes, the in Schneider Hospital, yes. Beautiful, really beautiful. So thank you, Michal, and on behalf of everyone listening, I thank you, because this has become the new craze to come out and sing with strangers. It's very, very exciting. Thank you very much, Joanna. Thank you. And now back to you, Yoni. Thank you, Joanna. Thank you again, Michal Shahaf Schneiderman of Kululam. Just a really cool social initiative that they have going on. And um, we're going to play for you their, uh, their latest initiative, if you will. It's 600 Holocaust survivors and their families as they gather together to sing Chai, which means live, life, or live. Um just a, a beautiful song. Again, I, I'm going to play it for you here in audio, but I encourage you to check out Kululam on Facebook. K-O-O-L-U-L-A-M. Again, K-O-O-L-U-L-A-M. And check out this video specifically, and all their videos, but this video specifically, of 600 Holocaust survivors, men, women, children, grandchildren, coming together. It, it's really moving, and Ziyom HaShoah is tonight, tomorrow. I, I mean... I don't think I need to encourage you anymore to check out this video. So here is Chai from Kululam. This is their latest video posted April 8th. And you are listening to Bite Size on the Nachum Siegel Network.
And we are back for the end of the show, but not quite the end of the show because when we get to the end, we're just like, eh, we're not, we're not getting to the end end. We're getting to the 10 minutes, 15 minutes left end. And uh, when we get to that part, it's when I, in, uh, when I invite, I should say, Miriam L. Wallach. Good morning. Shalom. Um, you had a restful last 10 days is what I've heard. True or false? <laughs> no. No. See, wh- by the way, what I told everyone before, I said, I'm going to invite Miriam on, as we always do. And then we're going to talk about Pesach. And what happened was on Monday when I walked in, I said, how was your Pesach? I said, stop, stop, stop. Actually, don't tell me because right. we don't do the interview before the interview. No. So I have no idea how your Pesach was. For all I know, you know, your oven broke and and you I, – I don't even know. I okay. don't even know. So now you just reminded me I got to be in touch with the oven people. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because, in fact, my oven did break. Actually? Yeah. That's a crazy um, <laughs> good call. Well, thanks, actually. Or bad call. I, I'm sorry. Oven I should have said you won people. the lottery, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but the good news is that the part came in. The bad news is I haven't gotten the service guy in to actually install the part. Or the bad news is I haven't figured out just how to fix my own oven yet, which at this point I probably should. From what I've heard across this network and from you, I guess, is that Pesach and ovens don't go along well together. No, no. And for some reason people haven't figured it out. Right. Well, I haven't figured it out even though I thought I had figured it out and even though everyone at Uden's Appliance told me never use the self-clean. But what I had done in the past, and we're talking about my double wall oven, what we had done in the past is I had just used the um, self-clean not together. Like, I don't self-clean the top. I'm going to act like I know what you're talking about. Just like the self-clean on yeah. the oven, the top oven and the bottom oven, I stopped doing it at the same time because it just the heat, the intensity of the heat just, just blew everything, okay. right? Fine. So I would do the first oven, let the whole thing cool down, 24 hours, whatever, and then do the second oven. Usually work fine. Did not work fine. This time around, did every life hack that GE told me to in order to make the second oven unlock and whatever, and the answer was niched. So that's fine. Everyone was fed. No one starved. When did when this happened? Right before Pesach? Well, you know, it was a Monday before Pesach. Was your grill kosher for Pesach? No. I don't bother koshering the grill. But really? I do, yeah. But I do. That's surprising. I feel like you'd be like a griller on Pesach. Um, no, I got enough stuff going on. Okay. And also, Fine. there are enough flashic meals, first days and last days. I don't mm. really need to, you know. Yeah, I guess. Sorry. Um, but but Yontif was great. It was not at all relaxing. Um, but that's fine. Me being too much of a relaxed state is never actually a good thing, <laughs> to be honest. But um, the first day of Cholomoid, we were supposed to go on a ropes course with first friends. Day of it was Monday. Right, right. but it snowed. Right. right. It did not snow where I was. Well, that's fine because I'd still rather have snow than rather have heat. It was right? Like 70, 75. That's still gorgeous. too hot for me. For <laughs> It's going to be 70 this Shabbos, according You're to. Home. I can't. I'm already in a sweat. I'm thinking about it. I'm just like not happy. It's too hot for me. Anyway, so we so all of a sudden, Ratzayantiv Sunday night, me and the friends that we're supposed to do the ropes course with. First of all, we're trying to get a refund on the ropes course, right? Because you know oh, right. we're not going, and there are a lot of us, and one person laid out all the money for all three families, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so then we're trying to come up with like, okay, now what are we doing? Because we had the activity for the kids all set. That was going to be what? Like five hours of the day between getting It takes 40 minutes to get there. You have three hours on the rope course or two and a half hour of the rope course and whatever. Plus there's a fire pit. So you get to sit around and we ended up doing it this Sunday, like four days ago, which was really nice. It was a good way to, you know, end everything and go back. And plus, we had bagels at that point. So it was a lot easier than walking yeah. around with a box of matzah. Um, but anyway, so what did we do? First day, Chalamoid, we had a Pesach chopped competition. 
Hmm. in my kitchen okay right so of course this would be fun for me so we organize yeah, no one else well you know just to just to organize it yeah that's it's fun for I me feel like actually people enjoy that that's we cool. had competition a, and... exactly and it's food related and there's uh, enough room in my kitchen that all three families but could, no oven we ever well i had preheated the oven <laughs> okay and we were uh, and i had decided that the protein was going to be flashed so everyone could share it right. plus the max you're making your three dishes anyway okay fine so you can figure it out you know how to get you nine pieces of protein room. i had enough stovetop room i took out all my pots and i also because i'm insane have every um piece of equipment that you would have during during the rest of the year i have it for pesach so i have <laughs> the food processor and the mix master and the zhuzher and the blender and the spiralizer and the and the mandolin. Some people here don't realize the value of the food processor. Oh, in this case, it was key because it's always key. It seems like yes. Yeah, so anyway, so the proteins were fun. Everyone had a great time. But here was the kicker: not only were you making a pace of dick meal, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. but each team and the families were divided into teams. Each team had to pick a piece of paper out of a out of a bowl, and on the piece of paper was the was written. A different chag, so your meal had to be themed with that chag, but a pesadik meal. Ah, uh, taka. Okay, I'm just thinking if it's like Shavuos, then like right. It's so varied. Shavuos was out because I was making because we all decided it was flesh. So the sorry. three chags were Hanukkah. Well, well this is the, so. Of course, my kids were like, "Oh, pick Yom Kippur." Right? Funny, you're <laughs> hysterical. Okay. Um. So the 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 Hanukkah. Uh, so Hanukkah, Sukkot, and Rosh Hashanah were the ones okay. that were picked, but still was in there. Um. Lagba Omer, uh, no, Lagba Omer wasn't in there, um, but whatever. I, I mean, for some reason, I can't remember the different... I'm trying to think what else there would be. Purim, right? right. Purim was in there, and was it Lagba Omer? It might have been Lagba Omer. Be. might have been Lagba Omer was in there also. Was definitely wasn't Shavuos. So anyway, so that was fun. So everyone had an additional element, and of course, you had to include matzah way, one way, shape, mm-hmm. or another. Right. So we had a blast, and because none of us are professionals, we kept on extending the prep time. So, right. so that was easy. And also, eat. We, you know, the biggest question is who are who's going to be the judges? But each family has. It's a weird. Chi- I didn't get a phone call for this. But yeah. I know, and fly you in, All of right. course. But each child, each family has a child that's ten or younger. So those three kids were the judges. Were the judges? Oh, cute. Yeah, it was really cute. And it was a tremendous amount of fun. Did the Wallachs win? No, the Wallachs did not win. The Wallachs did not win. The Wallachs. Were you involved at all? Yes. Other than running, I'm saying you were. Yes, I was certainly involved, and I we came in third. (laughs) We came in third. Um, Yeah. Um. Not even second. No. Our presentation was not nearly as nice as this as the team that came in second, but the creativity went to the first team because the first team's um, chag was sukkus. Okay. And the proteins were pargiot and sausages. Okay. So they took the sausages, the four sausages. Sukkah. Uh-huh. They took a board I was going to say, probably gives you the most flexibility and Right, but creativity. initially the other teams were like, what are we supposed to do about sukkahs? What did like, you have? We had Rosh Hashanah. So okay, I had here? palm seeds and dates, and we had all the simanim going on and whatever. Okay. But of course, um, one of the judges, and I'm sure you can imagine yeah. which one it was, said, I really would have liked to see your presentation in the shape of an apple. Is that what the child sounds like? Yes. <laughs> With that snark. I really would have liked to see epic line. the presentation in the shape of an apple. And is we're it... like, what? What? Oh, so right. Funny. So there was there was Asian pear and apple and dates and palm seeds. Did the judges know whose dish was who? 
Yes, because okay, we all right. presented. And of course, because we were color coordinated. So there was a red team, a blue team, a yellow team, uh, and we right. had face paint and this and whatever. <laughs> it was like color um, war. Everything. Right. So the sukkah, though, I'll show you a picture of the sukkah afterwards. It was, I mean, obviously the four legs were the sausages, and then the board of matzah was the top, and then they took all these dill fronds and threw them on, on top. They hollowed right. out a lemon to make it into an etrog and used other stuff to make a lulav and, and made the proteins. So, okay. It was great. Start to finish. How long did this whole thing take? Um, hour and a half. But there was oh, there was know. cleanup. Right, right, right. There was cleanup, and also I had all the prep at the beginning. Right. But I, you know, I went to I did the food shopping and got out all my accessories and and this whatever was at night or during the day. During the day, cool. Right during the day. But the funny part is, is that I had taken um one of my older kids with me to the fish guy, and cause, so here. she. No, but she thought that she had a leg up because we were buying fish. And so she starts mentally preparing. <laughs> but then we went to Gourmet Glot afterwards where I bought Pargeot and all this other stuff that she wasn't Girl. paying attention. Right. So all of a sudden she gets in the proteins are Pargeot and she's looking at me. I'm like, well, I, I looked at her. I go, I just needed fish. And she was so annoyed with me. <laughs> yeah, it was good. That's but funny. that was a really big event. That's cool. I like that. What's your go-to meal yourself? You're just hungry and you need something relatively substantial that you eat on Pesach and you just need to make something quickly or whatever it is. Like, mean, is, it, is it matzah and cream cheese? Matzah no, no, I will like, say the spelt matzah went yeah. over big. Spelt matzah was good. Yeah, my sister-in-law likes it. Yeah, spelt matzah was good. Um, I don't. I try to avoid sitting down eating just matzah and cream cheese because then it's more cream cheese than matzah. Let's be honest. It's tempting. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but uh, no, for me, it's just scrambled eggs. Okay. That's your go-to. But that's my go-to 365 days ah. a year <laughs> so as I had it for breakfast this morning. Right. So for me, Pesach is not a stretch. I love Pesach. So do I. I, I love, love Pesach. First day of Cholomoy, yeah. I wake up, pull out the cream cheese, exactly. pull out the matzah, go at it. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that we had a lot of, we had a, a really nice amount of company the last days. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And a friend of mine who was with us for the last days um, said to me after Thursday night meal, he looks at me and he goes, it doesn't feel like Pesach at all. And I'm like, that is it's the compliment. nicest compliment, yeah, a compliment ever. You know what I got really into for the first time? I've never done this in in my life, I guess, in my Pesach life also. Matzah lasagna? Matzah, deli, and mayo. First of all, I've never been into mayo as a condiment to begin with. And then for some reason, I don't know if I saw a commercial. I was like, I'm going to try this. And you I was born just on a like, trailer? I, yeah, okay. Then, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm from the South. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and then I just had it for, for dinner, I think, <laughs> like like twice. I was just like, this is my new thing. Okay. Shmur matzah, deli, and not only ma- Not only matzah, not just matzah, shmur matzah. Yeah, shmur matzah. I don't think it would go over well. We finished all our shmura. Yeah, we didn't. We finished all our shmura. I love shmura matzah. Shmura matzah is great. I, see, I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't understand people go crazy over there's no food over Pesach. I can't. No. Right. I mean, just like, first of all, I like matzah. I guess if you don't like matzah, it, it hurts things and whatever. But like, yeah, but I see some of these restaurants that are open and I'm not like bashing anyone at all. But like, why am I, why would I spend $30 right. on, on something? That exactly. And I feel just like for me, it's a, like, yeah. And, you know, if you're doing it as an like, that's your activity with your okay. kids yeah, that yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, right, I hear fine. it. It's fun. It's great, and whatever. But frankly, that's fine. And, and I know if you're, if also if you're like a big family, and it's hard yeah. on the mother to, to cook a lot, or, or the father, I guess. And uh, it's hard on and the, somebody. And the kids are just like, you know, we just need like a, a real meal. Quote exactly. Unquote. Okay, fine. I fine. Get it. Exactly. But there are some people that just go crazy, and I'm just like, just 
plots and matzo plots and cream cheese. That's right. a bunch right there. That's a I don't get right it there. Like, I, yeah, I don't get it either. And I also don't get it, especially because we all gain weight over Pesach. So if you're starving, me. right? If you're starving, you shouldn't be fat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's if your crazy. pants don't fit at the end of Yentif, don't be complaining. That it was nothing. But to there's eat. nothing that that uh, I don't know if it upsets me more. And I'm, I'm and and I know a lot of my listeners are probably part of this this crowd, yeah. and, and you might be too. And and this might be. Oh, I know it, the the post Pesach rush to get a bagel or to get oh. pizza. Just like, come on, right? Deal with it. I will say that there was a pre. I don't there- think I was. I was non kosher for Pesach until Sunday, like afternoon on the plane. Like that's when I had Starbucks. That's fine. Yeah. Fine. I had coffee. I, people, I just needed. Need that's fine. Right. Got it. So, so the pizza rush and the bagel. No, rush, that like, doesn't do it for like, me. You need to run to Dunkin' to get a donut? Like, no, it was more everybody needed to go to Target and get. Target. No, and get Ben and Jerry's. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, anything for ice cream. Right. I mean, that's yeah, fine. That that's fine. But what's funny is that, um, so we're we're repacking the kitchen, turning over the kitchen, Matze Shabbos, Matze Yantef. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's everyone's of, favorite task. Yes, it's basically like you are not getting ice cream until, until you yeah. move those dishes into the other room, uh, basically. So we're sitting there, and this friend of mine who was over for Yantif, after my daughter came back from Starbucks and I had my coffee in my hand, he looks at me and goes, ah, now she's smiling. <laughs> and I said, was I not smiling all Yantif? He's like, no, this is a different smile. What I'm type like, of coffee do you have during? Just coffee. And it's- oh, you mean during the during, during Pesach? Pesach? I, I, well, because I'm such a brat, I, I grind I grind um But there's Starbucks. a difference or no? I grind Starbucks oh, so before Yantif. Right. Because the whole bean Starbucks are OUP, so I grind it before Yantif. But I um yeah, I just I'm happier when they make it. Let's be honest. Yeah, every, see every every Pesach I like look back at just what people talk about Pesach programs and like, mm, I wonder if I like would have had fun going on it. And then like I, I go like through Pesach and I'm like, oh, I had a good time where I was, just chilling yeah. at home, eating my food. Like My in-laws were with us the first days, and I'm serving lunch and whatever. My mother-in-law goes, this is better than the Fountain Blue. And I'm like, does anybody hear that? <laughs> anybody listening? Hello? It seemed like everyone was in Orlando this year. Uh-huh. That seems to be the hot spot. I know Liner had a concert there with Kunstler and Shapiro. Because it was a full homoid. So families- Disney. Are, and- yeah. Disney and um, Universal and all those opportunities and- Thing. Yeah, so if you have four days of Cholomoid and somebody else is taking care of your meals, you're going to Orlando. So on a non like a like a non packed Cholomoid, people would be more likely to go Israel or stay home or just stay home. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I hear. Right, my attitude is that my food tastes better than theirs does anyway, so I'm going to stay home. Right, and I like being home. I like being home. My kids, it was a little bit of. Uh, Disgruntled Wallach situation, but everyone's but it free doesn't now. Matter. Everyone's back exactly. in their it normal routine. Matter. Back in routine. I sort of, um, <laughs> I, I sort of enjoy reading about the Pesach programs that have gone bad. Though I do kind oh. of feel bad the people that spend thousands of dollars and don't get their money's worth. But I also kind of am like, eh, like right before Yentif, one didn't open. I had heard. Oh, I like heard Sunday that. night. Like Sunday that. night, they announced that they weren't opening. I mean, some of these things are just. Some of these stories are actually terrible, right? Like, like what goes down at these programs, but there are some. There are many, many well-run programs Correct. and many happy customers. Correct, and you know what? Uh, and I and I'm a firm believer that not everything is for everybody. Yeah. So if you're not a if you're not a person, I love making Pesach. It's not nearly the craziest thing about me. Let's be honest, but I love making Pesach. So if you're not a person who really thrives on this, mm-hmm. 
then I get how you would do right. anything you can to get out of I it. I think I'll probably do up a program at some point. I've never done one in my life. I actually thought about doing one, like working on working one. Working on one? But then, then just nothing panned out. Um, but I'll probably end up doing it once just to experience it, see what it's like. And it's, then probably not do it again, but... <laughs> it's intense. That's what I hear. It's intense. It's intense. But um, it certainly has its payoffs. Yeah. It certainly has its payoffs. All right. Thank you for inviting me on. And the next, uh, we should be back next week. I don't see why not, right? I don't see why not either. But you never know. You never know what happens. It's Yom Hazikaron next week. It is Yom Hazikaron. Is it, is it Tuesday night or? Tuesday night, Wednesday. Tuesday night, Wednesday. Yeah. Right. Yom show is tonight, tomorrow. Right. Yom Hazikaron is Tuesday night, Wednesday mm-hmm. night, and then Yom Hazmu. Wow, packed stuff. It, it, it's, the Yoms, it, it, as they say. I always forget about it until like the day after Pesach. I'm like, wow. Actually, we have a ton of like Yoms coming up. There's and, like, a lot of stuff going on. It just kind of creeps up. Yes, and uh, if you're a school administrator, it's a tough time of year, but yeah. Yeah, that's true, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. programming and whatnot. My, uh, the principal I used to work for, uh, Rabbi David Liebteg, used to say that God was clearly not a school administrator, because if he was, <laughs> all the Yom Tovim would not be in September. Why September? Just because... Because school starts, and all of a sudden, three days later, yeah. you're out for a month. That's true. Yeah. I, I, Thanks, I, God. I do... I mean, I appreciate God for... for many uh, reasons. Many yeah, reasons. For many reasons. Yes, but yes. And Pesach being conveniently like six months apart, so like vacations kind of work right. out like nicely in that little way, little break. Yeah. little rejuvenation. Did you... Are you rested after you? <laughs> I, I, I started the show. I said... I was happy to go, not because like work is hard and right. you know, it's a lot of fun and everything. Work but is great. It's good to get a it's good to get a break. Yes. And then like Saturday night, I was like, okay, I'm I need to get back. Yeah. I need to get back into a routine. And, like that's it. Like there's only so much sitting around watching, finishing the newsroom, and Walking Dead I could do. You know. Right. Well, my kids were like nutty at one point, and I'm like, anybody want to go to school on Sunday? Anybody? Sunday. <laughs> anybody want to? Though I did. I'll I, break into I, after I, for you. I will you. say I did appreciate that it Shabbos ends and you have that Every Sunday day, yeah. to still kind of like flip over everything i know exactly for, for some people it means flipping over a whole house for me it was just like a mindset it's not a whole house it's moving just a from Houston big back to important New York. room but yes the airport's being filled with jews on sunday are probably one of my favorite things really and it's just kind of cool like the, the jews like not run the world no or the weather right no the weather in some cases but literally a like baggage claim at laguardia it was just mostly jews mincha anyone mincha oh god <laughs> Right, that would that would also just make me want to stay. Home. I know for you, yeah. but for me, I don't know. Enjoy. Because I'm I, I'm an out of towner. So like, Trust me, are, I understand know, it. Right, you I see ten Jews and you're and all excited. I see one Jew at like Target. I'm just like, oh, oh my god, god, I know you. <laughs> right, also, I have I know to you, know you. But, right. Yeah. All right, Miriam. Thank, thank you very you, much for joining me. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back sometime next week. You hopefully, I mean, we know what time next week, but next week. All right, that'll do it for us here on Bite Size. Thank you all for tuning in for the last two hours. Uh, you know the drill. I'm sure by now you've downloaded the NSN app, but if you haven't yet done so, go ahead and do so. The App Store, Google Play Store, whatever it is, download the NSN app. I'm telling you, I was actually on the subway this morning. I should say yesterday morning. And uh, and my friend said, oh, I'm gonna, he sees me. He's like, oh, I'm going to listen to your show now. I was like, yeah, good. He's like, what's great is that you don't have to, you know, I could just do this on the subway. I could listen to the show on the subway. I don't, you know, I'm not worried about things pausing and whatever because I don't have service. I could listen on the subway. I said, yeah. You get it. You get why it's good to have the app and, uh, you know, just download the show beforehand. You've got it for the whole subway ride. And if you if you have a subway ride, odds are you have a long commute, which means you can listen to pretty much any of our programming here and get the full show. All right. Thank you all for tuning in for the last two hours. My name is Yoni Pollock. I almost did my after further review sign up. I just always have to remember which show it is. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Like to remind, I'd like to wish you all a good day and remind you, there we go, that the bite size is always, always, always the right size.